Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo, Namaha. Jai Ganesh. Visit our website at classicalyoga.org and please subscribe to the podcast. The Dogma of the New Age Spurious Yoga Stuff. If you review our previous podcast, we clearly lay out what is real yoga and what is not real yoga. Sat or asat. Basically, there are two types of yoga. Real yoga and yoga that's not real. What is real yoga? Hindu dharma, the Hindu religion. Taught by Hindus and not for a fee. Obviously, unreal yoga, to be kind, phony yoga actually, is not taught as Hinduism, not taught by Hindus, and it's basically a business. And there are basically three types of this phony or spurious yoga. One are those who simply misuse the Sanskrit Hindu word yoga, and that's it. No other Sanskrit. Pure exercise. Physical exercise. In fact, there's a website, uh, Yaz Yoga, where they boldly pronounce this is the no-oming zone. No Sanskrit, no incense, no deities. And this is a popular form of yoga today. Number two is the phony yoga that is spiritual but not religious. They will use numerous Sanskrit Hindu terms other than yoga, namaste, shanti, shakti. They talk about kundalini, chakras, maybe even have uh, various Hindu images without recognizing them, of course. And this is an insidious type of yoga that is very prevalent and mind-boggling, since all of this is all about the Hindu yoga religion. And number three is actually religious yoga, but not Hindu. Christian yoga, for example. And those who follow this type of so-called yoga boldly state, oh, well, everything belongs to God anyway, so we can take the yoga from the Hindus. They do recognize that it's Hinduism, or was Hinduism, because they will also boldly assert that, oh, we're taking the evil Hinduism out of it. Hmm. So basically there are two types of yoga, real yoga and phony yoga. And the phony yoga, especially the number two, the spiritual but not religious, have their own set of dogma, though they would be very shocked to even realize that they have a dogma. The word dogma simply means opinion, and everybody has one. However, when our opinions turn out to be false, and we still hold to them, or when we become overly opinionated, then we become dogmatic. Today's spurious yoga is certainly dogmatic. So here are some of the cliches that you will hear repeated by those in the phony yoga movement with their glitzy websites and yoga studios and 200-hour certifications. When asked to define yoga, the first dogma is that yoga means union. How vague? What kind of union? 
Teamsters Union, Teachers Union, Sexual Union. And regarding the latter, there have been so many scandals over the years that many seem to completely overlook both sexual and financial scandals in the name of yoga. And the rising yoga stars are at the heart of these scandals. Rather than simply stating the obvious, and you could look at our podcast, What is Yoga? They go to great length to beat around the bush about what is yoga. Yoga is all about the Hindu dharma, real yoga that is. This is often followed by, oh, yoga is for everybody. That's interesting. A Christian would say, no, Jesus is for everybody. A Muslim would say, no, Islam, Allah is for everybody. Obviously, yoga then cannot be Hindu because is Hinduism for everybody? Obviously not. The next cliche is that yoga is not religion. And which is often followed by yoga fits into anyone's religion. Why? If yoga has nothing to do with religion, why would it fit into anybody's religion? And of course, all one has to do, especially in today's age of technology, is simply say, hey Google, define yoga. Hey Google, define Sanskrit. One will quickly come up with the honest answer that this is all about the Hindu dharma, Hinduism, the Hindu religion. The next dogma of the New Age phony yoga movement is yoga is a philosophy and not a religion. Hmm. So therefore, when one goes to any university and they go to the philosophical department, they would expect to learn yoga. And when one goes to a yoga studio, they go and expect to have a class in philosophy by a Professor of Philosophy? Hmm. The next dogmatic cliche is, oh, yoga is science, but not religion. Hmm. And again, when one goes to university and they go to the science department, they learn yoga. When one goes to a yoga studio, they are attending a class in science. Hmm. And for those who finally have to admit, well, yoga does come from India... And the next dogmatic cliche is yoga is India's gift to the world. Well, India didn't give it to the world. The Hindus gave it to the world. India is a country. And what does one do when they receive a gift? Do they deny the giver? And do they turn around and sell the gift? The next dogmatic cliche is, oh, nobody owns yoga. A simple retort to that is, well, no, the New Age yoga people do. They must, because they sell it. And what do we call someone who sells something they don't own? Ah. In a way, all of this spurious yoga today is hot yoga, meaning stolen. And, of course, the infamous Bikram Chaudhary and many others who have destroyed the lives of many people under the guise of yoga, should have been red flags from the very beginning. Who owns yoga? Well, actually, the Hindus own yoga. They own it by identification. 
They own it by creation. It was the Hindus that created the Sanskrit language and all of these subsequent terms that are so routinely abused today. Yoga, Guru, Mantra, Karma, Chakras, Kundalini. And here's an all-time favorite. Yoga predates Hinduism or Hindu Dharma. That's an interesting trick. How does one have a word, yoga, that comes from a fully developed language before they have people, a language, and a place? Obviously, using logic and proper judgment and reason, which are actually, according to the Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali, the first two signs of someone who has had the calm wisdom of samadhi, vitarka, vichada, reason or logic, and judgment. First things first. The place where all of this began was the Indus River Valley. And obviously there were people there who, when they developed the Sanskrit language, used the word Indus to describe where they lived and who they were and their practices. This became Hindu or Hindu Dharma, later Hinduism, and all of the subsequent teachings and practices of yoga. And when the New Age yogis dogmatically assert that yoga predates Hinduism, and of course every religion is ongoing in its development, Then thousands of years ago, prior to the Hindus and the Hindu Dharma, there were yoga studios and yoga mats and certified yoga teachers and hot yoga and power yoga and Kino's yoga and Ted's yoga and Mary's yoga, goat yoga, etc. So in these dogmatic cliches, it is just this desperate attempt to totally separate yoga from anything to do with the word religion, of course, and certainly Hindu dharma or Hinduism. And this is actually the elitist mindset. And it is not a coincidence that many of those who are completely stealing yoga from its Hindu religious roots are actually ex-Christians, those who have simply walked away from Christianity but kept the exact same mindset. For what is being done to the Hindu yoga dharma is no different than what the Christians actually did to the Jews. They stole everything from the Jews and created their own cult with obviously disastrous results for the Jews at least. Now, there are some who have had enough compassion and enough intellect to realize that what they've been doing is totally fallacious. There's a group on Facebook, Healing from White Yoga, and these are a group of former white, if you will, female so-called yoga teachers who realized what they were doing was a tremendous insult to what really was the Hindu yoga dharma. Now, in their title, Healing from White 
yoga, they make it clear on their website that what they really mean is healing from the non-Hindu yoga. Because remember, this is not about a race. This is about a religious teachings and practices that have been passed down for thousands and thousands of years. And remember that the Sanskrit Hindu word yoga in actuality has absolutely nothing to do with the physical body. Yoga samskritam asi yuj atman brahman cha. Yoga is a Sanskrit word and the Sanskrit definition is to yoke huge to one's atmana, soul, if you will, and brahman, soul source. And the various real yogas are the means by which Hindus and students of Hinduism achieve this spiritual realization. And remember, there's a huge difference between a student and a teacher. When we often say that yoga is all about Hinduism, the reactive retort is generally, oh, yoga is only for Hindus? No, not at all. But the teachers are Hindus. Just as anyone can learn about any of the other great religions of the world and go to their sanctuaries, the teacher is undoubtedly, at the very least, a qualified member of that religion. So in the Hindu yoga dharma, Hinduism, the various real yogas are karma yoga, bhakti yoga, raja yoga, jnana, gyan yoga, hatha yoga, mantra yoga, japa yoga, nada yoga, natha yoga, kundalini yoga. And obviously this is not taught and found in your average Christian church or synagogue or mosque. So please have a little respect, a little compassion for the Hindu yoga dharma. If you would like to learn, fine. But please do not continue to distort it and steal it from its origins in the Hindu yoga religion. There is in fact no real Hindu dharma without yoga and no real yoga without Hindu dharma. And remember, when you take something from its roots, what happens? It quickly dies. And therefore, we're getting all manner of so-called yoga and its resultant scandals. Now, what is generally misrepresented by simply the word yoga is only one small part of the Hindu yoga, dharma, hatha, yoga, which are the Hindu devotional postures. And yes, they are very effective. They are very calming. They are very soothing. But this does not mean that they are to be secularized. If one wants to do stretching and relaxation exercises, why not simply be honest and call it that, stretching and relaxation? If one wants to teach any aspect of real yoga, be it Hatha Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Raja Yoga, Kundalini Yoga, First and foremost, they must either become a Hindu, if they're not already a Hindu, and then go through lengthy periods of study and then honestly present this real yoga in its factual nature. It's all about the Hindu dharma, taught by qualified Hindus, 
and not for a fee. And please wake up to the dogmatic cliches that permeate the so-called yoga of today. As Hindus, we welcome you to study our great Hindu yoga dharma, but please respect it. And importantly, just a few more of these really dangerous, thoughtless New Age cliches. We are all one. That's bad math. We all one. One what? Of course, we're one humanity. We're humans, and we would look deeper into the soul nature of all of us. But outwardly, we are many. The one thing is really a monotheistic power play. And interestingly, when those who make this thoughtless cliché are confronted with any kind of conversation, confrontation, then the conversation turns sour, if you will. One often gets slandered. One often gets threatened with having one's lawyers sicked on one. So what happened to the we are all one stuff? Another is uh, we don't believe in labels. What in the world does one think is language? Imagine the ridiculous scenario if at nighttime one went into a supermarket and took all the labels off the food. Life is labeling. Life is division. This is the natural duality that is life itself, the very cell division of life. And an all-time favorite, do not judge, which is a judgment. Judgment is the ability to make wise decisions. And interestingly, in the Yoga Sutras of the Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali, this is actually the second indication of someone who more or less has a state of calm wisdom or samadhi, vichara, vitarka, reason, logic, and vichara, judgment. So it behooves us to pause a moment and think a little bit and not be swept away by perhaps a massive cultic movement wherein the cult leader will state that what they're doing is not religious, not Hindu, but it's, of course, yoga. And why do they do this? Why do they deny it? Well, it could be just a flat-out ignorance, but there's basically a motive, because when one states that this is all about the Hindu dharma, then they lose their fan base, and they lose their resultant money, and perhaps their Rolls Royces and Rolexes and motorcycles. Ironically, all the things that they would ask their devotees to give up. So if one wants to be truly creative and come up with something brand new in the religious spiritual realm, fine, do that. But please stop stealing from the already established Hindu yoga dharma.